4: It's the same energy they have for me.
5: This
3: is the Rich Eisen Show. And
4: I'm going to have the same energy for them.
5: I
1: haven't there.
3: I have I will just say this one last thing on, on Kyrie Irving. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He did shut them up. Irving's got it three on the way. Down oh, for Kyrie Irving. You shut them up with your play. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner. Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell. Still to come. Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial nine days before the NFL draft. We just hung up with Kevin O'Connell, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. They choose 12th overall. Uh, the man uh, who chooses eighth overall in the draft, along with the rest of his franchise, when they chose fifth overall last year, or fourth overall last year, pardon me, that was the linchpin uh, of the first round with three consecutive quarterbacks. See, everyone was wondering if the Falcons are going to take a fourth, or what were they going to do? They took Kyle Pitts, who is now going to be there for at the, the for the immediate uh, future, Marcus Mariota. Uh, at that position lots is going on with the Atlanta Falcons we uh, are thrilled to have back here on the Rich Eisen show and by the way we'll take your phone calls over the uh, next hour as well 844-204-RICH number to dial Uh, pleased to have back here on the program um, one of our favorites head coach of the Atlanta Falcons on their Mercedes Benz Vans phone line Arthur Smith how you doing coach Rich, how you doing? I'm doing better for talking to you. What is your world like uh, on a day like this? So uh, you got guys back in the building, your draft meetings. Walk me through what this day looks like for you.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's an exciting time. So today was our first day of the offseason program. So uh, the majority of our guys are in here today. So it's good to have players back in the building. And then we're kind of finalizing the draft board now. Uh, Anticipation for next week.
3: And so, um, Marcus Mariota, now back um, in an offense that you are uh, honchoing. Um, what does that mean, do you think? Uh, how, how do you think he is going to fare um, in a, a, a spot that he has, uh, I'm sure, been eager to get into starting quarterback in the NFL, Coach?
5: Yeah,
0: it, it's exciting to work with Marcus again. Um, he and I are both in different spots, and uh, from where we were in 2019, and he's excited to have the opportunity to compete and that's all he wanted. And, and that's what we were able to provide. And so we'll obviously look to add, to you know, every, every position of this roster, but uh, Marcus has the right mindset. Uh, you know, he's a high end talent and he wanted to, and it just worked out perfectly the timing of it for him to come in here and compete.
3: And so the competition would be what, what's the competition that you're looking well, at? It
0: depends what happens next week. And certainly there's all kinds of different avenues we have to, acquire talent. And that's what uh certainly my familiarity with Marcus and the opportunity, I mean, it's it's wide open and he knows that. So uh, regardless of what happens next week or really in the next couple of months, yeah, he'll come in here and compete and give us a chance to win football games.
3: So uh, I know you uh, have always uh, focused on revealing your draft strategy on the Rich Eisen Show live. So this is yeah, your you moment, Coach. Give you the pick? This is it. Yeah, yeah, this is your moment. This is right. this is uh, I'm I'm essentially you know um, giving you your moment that you've been eager to see. Um, so there there is a situation in which um, a quarterback's available eighth. Uh, overall, and you guys go and snag him because you like him that much. Is that a that's a possibility? Is what you're saying, right now?
0: Uh, there's there's a lot of possibilities. I mean, depending on how you know the, the first seven picks goes, you know, go make a trade. I mean, there's all kind of possibilities. I think this is probably the one of the more I know because we're living in it right no, right now. But it's probably most one of the more uncertain drafts. Um, you know, within ten days that have been around a while.
3: And it, so are you gaming it out like you is is it really like a mock draft? Do you have one of those coach Smith?
0: Well, I mean everybody has different philosophies I mean right. you, you know there's there's a lot of different ways it can go, so you, you essentially got to be okay with eight guys you know if you're sitting there, so and how will we stack them? you know that's that's what we'll do and continue to do uh, leading up to next week, and obviously somebody will be a good player there. So there's all every you know we'll we'll take the best player available and we'll see how the board falls to us.
3: Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, here on the Rich Eisen show. Walk me through the um, Matt Ryan trade with the Colts, and when did that first kind of hit your radar screen, Arthur Smith?
0: Uh, it, it happened pretty quick. Um, you know, there was mutual interest. Obviously, uh, we weren't just gonna. We're going to do what's best for the team and also best for Matt, and so it really was a, a win-win for both teams. Uh, where Matt's at in his career, uh, the conversations picked up pretty, pretty quickly. Um, that probably that Thursday before it went down, and, um, and you know I love what Matt Ryan did for us last year, and he's obviously had a heck of a career in Atlanta, and, and I wouldn't bet against him the rest of his career but uh where we're at and you know the salary cap situation it was the best move for this team moving forward so yeah. i'm happy though i got to work with him for the year i did
3: yeah i mean uh, obviously he means so much to so many of the fans that are rooting for your success coach uh i mean so would you say this was a cap um move more than anything else for your team would you name it? I mean, then? I
0: wouldn't just categorize it as just a cap, but that was part of the strategy. of Where we're at, uh, a lot of things have changed in the last calendar year uh, since I've been here, and you know, going forward, you know, you can keep playing the restructured game, and uh, which he would be willing to do, and it just would we do, a lot of different accounting tricks, or you know, we can open up some cap cap space for twenty three. So we're excited about it, and uh, we're excited about the team that we'll we'll put out there this fall to compete because you got to. I mean, our objective is to win football games, and I know that uh, a lot of different narratives out there, but this thing will look so different come September.
3: Arthur Smith, Atlanta Falcons head coach here on the Rich Eisen Show. And so um, what, what would you categorize are the holes that you'd like to hit and fix in days uh, in a week and a half from now over the three days of the draft? What would you identify that you're free to identify? I mean,
0: there's really a, at every spot, Rich. You know where we're at, we got a pretty young team. Um, with a few vets surrounding it but i mean that 's the thing is like you, you know you don 't want to get be desperate and, and reach and uh that could come out come back to to hurt you in the, in the future years or as we continue to team build so like i said we 'll stick to it we 'll take the best player available we 'll be smart about it uh but we'll, you know we we'll take help everywhere is that is that a is that a uh, evasive enough for you you know
3: um no actually, I prefer more evasive. Um <laughs> I'll keep working at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it is part of the tightrope I have to walk, and obviously you to have a conversation <laughs> on live television and radio nine days before uh an NFL draft. Um, you know, I, so I totally understand that. Um when when Deshaun Watson was available, um how integral were you in the conversations for all of that, Arthur Smith? You know,
0: the every position, there's a lot of trades that we explore and it just happened to be one of them and we have great communication in, our, in all of our leadership positions and, but that's, that's for any player we, we consider bringing in here whether it's uh, free agency or trade uh, or, you know, or drafting, so we have a lot of conversations, we have a very collaborative group so that's any, any transaction that we have, uh, that's, how we, that's how we collaborate.
3: Well in the few minutes I have left with you here coach uh, I want to talk to you about the new overtime rule and your thoughts Mm -hmm. on on it. Do you like it? Do you like the new rule that both teams definitely have to touch it? You do?
0: Yeah, I was in favor of them.
3: Okay. Um, What about the strategy now? Because to me it looks like, um, just from my perspective, I would prefer, you know, like it seems like the the issue is um, when you get it first, you know that if you score a touchdown, you will get the first possession of a sudden death overtime, like old school. But right. you also, if you take it second, would have the benefit of knowing what you have to match and thus the freedom to go for it on all four downs. You're like you're, like you're playing, a, like you're a kid playing a video game. It doesn't matter down distance where you are, you're going for it. W- what's your philosophy on that subject matter?
0: Yeah, we'll keep looking at it. And, in you know, the, I, I get, you know, I think you'll probably see at first, Again, I don't know how many of these opportunities happen in the next couple of years, I and mean, it's just, you know, the postseason overtime. So I think you'll see a lot of people defer. You know, they'll want to know what they're up against, and I think that would be the conventional wisdom. That's what the numbers will, will tell everybody. Hey, if you win the coin toss, defer, so you get the, you know exactly what you're playing against, to your point. You've got all four downs. You know exactly you're matching it. If you if you got a match a touchdown, you get in there. Do you want to go for two and end it? I think um, the one thing that you count if you're in a really bad you know, weather game, or I mean, there's a lot of different variables. In right. It. You know, how both teams are playing, how tired is the defense when going into it? You take the ball and you feel you got the advantage You go right down. You got them on the ropes. That certainly could be a factor into it. So it'll be fun. I, I just think it'll take a couple of years before you get enough of a sample size to really really see what happens.
3: Well, I guess it would be a good thing to be a coach who has to deal with that for the first time because that means you're in the playoffs and that's something you, that's that's a good thing first off. What do you think about the idea of maybe, you know, getting the the ball first and going for an onside kick because if you recover it, that um based on my understanding of the rule means that all you need to do is just score a field goal and that's the end of that. Um and that if you do lose possession you don't gain it on an onside kick at least you know you're getting your possession next and you'll know what to to uh to match what do you think of that idea arthur smith nah,
0: i like it i mean is that your original idea or did somebody on your staff come up with that well i mean
3: uh, <laughs> here here's the deal um it doesn't matter in my business <laughs> you know, well, I just my, know name's the, if, my name's on the my name's on the door
0: auditioning and seeing if we could you know give you some souped up title here hey let me uh, tell yeah.
3: you something you are
0: director of analytics and
3: in game in-game strategy you sir <laughs> and the rest of the national football league would do a hell of a lot worse than having me on the competition committee uh, i i should have a spot there Fact, yeah. I've, I've been I'm around. I'm gonna talk to
0: Rick McKay about it as soon as we get off the phone.
3: Exactly. You, you just <laughs> you run that straight into the the man's office, and you tell him. And you know what he'll say to you? He'll say to you, he'll take it under advisement because that's what he says about everything. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, he he knows. I'm telling you, these are all good ideas. This is to me. I'd like to see if an NFL head coach would do something like that because the odds would be if you recover it, all you need is a a field goal, right? And that would be the end of it. So do you think that that sounds like a good idea to you?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't count it out. Is that that a good enough answer for you? I like like the unconventional uh, wisdom. No, I
3: just – I, I like gaming this stuff out with an actual NFL head coach and certainly one with an offensive mindset yeah. because uh, I think this is fascinating. And, and, and fa- I mean, th- my phone lines were lighting up about the conversation. Everybody had an idea to try and fix it. I'm just wondering if this has really fixed it. But you like the idea, is what you're saying. You like the new overtime.
0: Yeah, I I I'm not dismissing your idea. I'm just okay. trying to f- figure out your, your other angle. See, I have no if angle. Your agent, if your agent's going to call me and ask, you know, if you've got a spot on the staff here.
3: Nope. I'm, 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 I think you're fine. I think you're fine with your staff. I'm sure you're fine with your staff. I'm just, I am just, I am angling for a spot on the competition committee, though, so you can tell that to Rich McKay for I sure. Will. I'm certainly going to let him know. And also, what, would you be in favor, I'm gonna, while I'm on a roll here, uh, would you be in favor of getting rid of the rule where if you fumble through the end zone, the ball goes to the defense automatically? Would you be in favor of getting rid of that, Coach Arthur Smith? Um,
0: yeah, I mean that that one's. I know people have brought it up in the past. Yeah, I, I can definitely see the argument for that. I think
2: I'd probably be in favor for it. I'll
0: answer that one. There you be go. Yes, correct. Oh, hold on.
3: Yes, yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Because if you're Arthur Smith, if your offense is on a roll, right, and somebody just like reaches for the for the pylon and it gets knocked out, and because it goes out at the one inch line, you get the ball back. If it goes three more inches north, you lose the ball. I think that's totally arbitrary, capricious, and should get uh, we should get rid of it. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna back you on
3: that one. Excellent. Thank hold you. on. Let uh, me just devil's advocate, Arthur. What about? Don't
1: fumble. <laughs> Terrible.
0: Well, I mean, you certainly it's something in all seriousness. You coach and, and understand that right. you don't reach out across with one hand unless right. it's you know fourth down and gotta go winning because because that's happened. And you certainly coach to put two hands on it. It's easier said than done. You know, trying to get these guys to not reach out to score. It's something yeah. we work on a lot. But uh, there's a lot of subjectivity. You're, you're rewarding somebody like to Rich's point you know, you're talking about a game three inches and you're rewarding it right away to the to the defense as a as a turnover. And it rolls out right there. So yes. um, I, I'm gonna side with Rich on this one. There you go. Maybe it's my bias from being an offensive coach. But that's that's kind of where I'm I'm leaning towards. now that Rich is part of the competition committee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my bona fides are solid, sir. My bu- there it's sol- my resume is solid. Um, thanks for the time, Coach. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, we're lockstep on that, and I look forward to our next chat. Have a great draft. We'll chat Absolutely. soon. Appreciate it, Rich. Thanks for having me. Right back at you. That's Arthur Smith, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Smart enough to agree with the host. And see a great idea when he knows it. And he <laughs> sees it. Hey, man, you could tell these guys don't reach for the pylon all you want, but this rule, fumbling into the end zone, and the defense gets awarded the football. What it does, you know what it does? Oh, jeez. Rewards you for it. It penalizes. Effort. Effort. I agree with you. It subtracts from your desire to be aggressive. All all effort is not smart effort.
1: There is dumb effort. Dumb effort.
3: You can't
2: tell someone to go 110% the whole game and then like bring it back in right Right when the goal line's right there. You
3: can't do it. You can't do it because you know what? It could roll an extra two inches the other way and count against you, or it could roll two inches sideways and you're still fine. Yeah. And why does it never happen to the Patriots? Oh, right, because they coach them not to
2: do it. That's That whole don't fumble the ball thing that you say, that's ridiculous. Like, What do you mean, don't okay, fumble? Well, like in our case, we're professionals here. That would be like me saying to you, well, hey, Chris, don't mispronounce a word or don't stammer when you're speaking. I mean, it happens. But there's it's no penalties part
1: when we do that.
2: Well, there is. There is. There is when I do it. There is because Del Tufo will make a drop out of it and you got to hear about it forever. That's true. <laughs> don't care. I'm just I mean, saying. Come on. It's, hard. it's easy to say don't fumble the ball. Every but- single
1: rule in the NFL and all new rule changes and all that stuff, it all favors the offense. What is for the defense? That's not true. I, I would like you to name something that has benefited the defense. Running
3: backs, th- lowering the helmet.
1: Yeah, you when was flagged. the last
3: time that got called? That's, it's been called. When? They, they when was, was the last time? It was a flag. It was a flag. They created it. But it doesn't get called. Taunting. 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 But by that way, that went out the door in the playoffs. Definitely did and uh, was very inconsistent. But there's, there's, there's a handful of penalties that have been created The whole to game the now in the last a decade, handful. it's all been geared toward the offense. Let the defense just have this one. The Heinz uh, Ward, you can't, you can't crack back to block somebody.
2: Yeah,
1: Man, I disagree with that too, but.
3: sir. You, you, you cannot argue with somebody who is competition committee worthy like me. <laughs> I mean, this, these are facts. You know what? I need Rich McKay on the phone now. they Facetime him. No, they'll all laugh. They'll all laugh. Can we Facetime Rich love McKay love right, love right now? The NFL Network guys being funny. He's being funny. The same guy who had the the uh, the campaign to run for commissioner. Back in 2006 when Paul Tagley was retiring and I had my buttons. There's a, there's a Rich Eisen for Commissioner button right over there on our, on our wall. Yeah, right on the bobblehead doll. I never saw it. Go walk oh, it up and grab up it.
1: bobblehead, yeah.
3: Go ahead. Go grab nah, it. I don't want to. You should go grab it. <laughs> go ahead and grab it. Grab <laughs> it. Grab, grab it. Grab it. No, no, no. He doesn't, want to get my, he doesn't want to get my campaign button.
2: It's fine. <laughs> Just remember who didn't have your it's back, fine. Rich. Then you're not coming with me. Nope. He's no longer because your plus I one. I think
1: you trying to change this is insane.
2: It's not insane. Well, When you get your plus one, remember who was
3: behind you and who wasn't. It's it that's, that's fine. It penalizes. You can have those perks. <laughs> heart. It tells somebody with heart and yeah. want to and desire, don't. Like, you're going to tell they Des Bryant after making that yeah, catch. Hold off. Hold well, you off.
2: stretch the ball out. Hold after off. You've outgrown. Yes, ass that man was another dumb. Bro man. He fumbled. He didn't fumble, <laughs> come man. on. I'm going to come over there. Des Bryant did not
3: fumble. <laughs> he didn't fumble. He there did is not. dumb effort. He did not. Okay. He did How not, was that dumb effort? It's not dumb effort. That's ridiculous to it say that penalizes
1: stuff. your team and you should know better. Yes, Chris, what you're in the moment, guess bro, you used
3: to play football, didn't you? Now, hold on a second. He just proved my point. He literally just proved my point. Well, let him know. I did not. It was a correct <laughs> interpretation of the rule. And so was the tuck rule. And so was the tuck rule. Neither of those rules exist anymore because they were dumb to begin with. Dumb. They were unnecessary uh, to begin totally with. Totally unnecessary. Yeah. And they are gone for a reason. See ya. No, because. And so because people should w-
1: this? People wilted rule. under public
3: pressure. No, they didn't wilt under <laughs> anything. It's we the don't... same reason the
1: overtime got changed. Chris, overtime we... did not need change. Why did it change? Ah, uh, because you know what? It would have been cool to have Josh Allen get the ball back.
3: Listen to me. We don't argue anymore about what a catch is and what's not a catch anymore. Thank God that sucked. All of those times where you're wondering, is it a catch? Is it not a catch? And the hundred people in a bar knew what a catch was. And then the NFL could not come up with a rule to figure it out. And then they did. And we don't have a conversation about it anymore. The moment we knew that it was fixed, at least I did. And I brought it to everyone's attention here on the show was the first time two years ago, that Nickelodeon had a game, a playoff game, and you were able to explain to five and six and seven year olds what a catch is and what's not a catch. It's fixed. Thank goodness. And part of the reason why it's fixed is because I bitched about it enough from this chair.
1: <laughs> You're taking
3: I am absolutely and the tuck rule too. Ask Pereira. You ask Pereira. You can. You I can. will
0: actually ask Mike and he'll ask agree. him.
3: Ask him. It's true. Ask him, Mike. Did Rich Eisen have something to you do totally with the change did. of the tuck
2: rule? 100%. Thank you. you. Did. He used to think every time.
3: You know what? The answer isn't thank you. It's your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> RES Consulting.
2: Let's
3: take a break. <laughs> Come back a news update here on, <laughs> on the uh, Emmy nominated show hosted hey. by somebody that should bring that award nominating and potentially winning style to the competition committee. (laughs) Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code R-I-C-H for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for the full- archive of this history of the program every golf equipment company claims to be longer off the tee but callaway's new rogue st driver is the only one built to completely bomb it the st stands for speed tuned all of these rogue st drivers have been speed tuned to be callaway's fastest most stable driver ever every rogue st is engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge gives you more speed on off-center hits and provides more forgiveness thanks to high moi there is a callaway engineered For every single player in the Rogue ST model... Most golfers fit into the Max. Great combination of distance and forgiveness. There's a de- dedicated draw model called the Max D. There's the Max LS that gives you something more low spin, stronger trajectory, a more neutral ball flight. And then the tour players that love the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS, that's something that maybe you can use for that compact low spin head that you're looking for right off the tee. Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go Rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. Uh, We're going to get a news update from Chris Brockman in a second, but let's take some phone calls. Our friend Jeff in Detroit has chimed in. What's up, Jeffrey? How you been?
5: What's going on, huh? What's happening? What's buzzing with my cousins? Everything going good, good, man. What's up? Hey, listen, listen, listen. Jordan Poole, first of all, Kirk Cousins is
3: like, I'm going to tell you, it's just like the auto chip shortage. Everything is up because you can't find what you want brand new. Kirk Cousins is like buying
5: a Camry 2018
3: for $67,000, man. I kid you not. And I'm trying to figure out this guy just keeps hitting payday after payday. Now, with Jordan Poole doing what he does
5: and being the man that he is, my question to you is, if you're Steve Kerr, would you keep bringing him in the start, and putting him in the starting lineup and keep stuff coming off the bench. Because having that three-guard rotation, man, that's a killing. I mean, I really don't see when, – when those guys get hot, it, other than size, I see nothing else stopping them. I really don't.
3: Well, I mean, if let me ask you this question, guys. If there's any superstar, all-time great, first ballot Hall of Famer, potential Mount Rushmore guy who would say, it's all working for me coming off the bench, keep me there is? There, is who would that one guy potentially be? Steph Wardell. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, it's working. I don't think when it all comes down to it, then you're taking on the Suns. Like, you're going to say, Curry, you come off the bench. I I, I think eventually Jordan Poole will be the one to come off the bench. And then then they'll all play, all five of them will play when it's crunch time. And, and we'll see how that happens. We'll see how that works. But this is, as Draymond Green said last night, and thanks for the call, Jeffrey, J. Ron Green said there's an excellent problem to have. Great problem to have.
2: Not who starts, is who finishes the game, really, right?
3: Well, I mean, that's, yes, technically, but I don't, you know, guys want to start. They don't want to come mm-hmm. off the bench. True. Did Mike Malone call Steph Curry the greatest six-man ever? I think that's what he said last night. <laughs> no, uh, multiple times. <laughs> he had some great quotes last I night. I had them open before. Let me see if I can call him up again.
1: Also, the problem, too, is you can't keep getting uh, digging or coming out of 10-point holes. Yeah. You know, last night that was. They
3: did. I know. You know? They went from what, 14 down to like 20 something up. Yeah. But Chris, like
2: you and I discussed before the show, like if you're the Golden State Warriors and you're down 15, you're not really sweating too much because that's five shots, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Last night it was a 12 point deficit. Then all of a sudden you blinked and they were up eight. And it happened so fast
2: in the second quarter. They go on runs. It's just boom, 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 boom. And. You're sitting there scratching your head like, what just How Malone like,
3: Malone said. Curry is the greatest sixth man ever in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. uh, he went on and said the most dangerous guy on the floor is the guy who just passed the ball. And Steph Curry is the embodiment of that. He's been doing it for years. He gives the ball up. You relax. He's flying off another screen and then he makes you pay. Yeah. Um, the problem is you have three players that are capable of putting up 30, 40 points. Again, Malone is kind of the first coach to have to deal with this in in these playoffs. You have three players who can get it on their own, and they do such a great job of passing, moving, and making plays for each other. Yeah. Uh, And then, as he said, that's two games in a row. When you're in a game, then snap of a finger, you're out of the game, says Michael Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets.
1: And the Warriors had a really rough last month, six weeks of the season. Yep. They did not look right. They did not look how they looked at the beginning of the know, year. Right. Steph was injured. And, they, and then all of a sudden, the last two games, whoa. I know. This team can win the title.
3: Surprising to everybody except the, those who predicted they would win it. <laughs> how about that pass? Never gave
2: up on them. How about that pass pull had to, uh, I think, Belitza? Behind the back? Where he cut, like, it was, was, was in he front was, of him, uh, He was, like,
1: under the basket. There was one where he was under the basket. He got cut off and stopped. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, whoop, around the back for a layup. That one.
2: But then he did one where he threw it in front of him. And it, it was, this kid was in his bag glasses They're night, really funny. Draymond
3: Green said, ultimately, yeah, they really need fun. Curry back out there. But, quote, Jordan's probably going to have to start, too. Great problem to have, end quote. Right. Jeez, sounds about that about up. Uh, Jimmy in San Antonio, let's take your call. What's Jimmy. up, Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy. What's yeah. up, Jimmy? Hey,
5: hola, amigos.
3: What's hey, going on? Hola,
2: muchacho.
5: Well, I can't lie. I told Adam I was going to talk about bedroom to bathroom ratio, but then after that I have to stick up for TJ. So first, Thanks, bro. bedroom to bathroom ratio <laughs> depends on what the purpose of the house is. Okay, so like lake house, I have. It's over three thousand square feet, three bedrooms, two and a half bath.
3: Okay, Jimmy. So you
5: do the half bath for the guests. If you've got twelve bathrooms, then you're entertaining.
3: Sure that. Yeah, but then there's four bedrooms though. Yeah, when that you, was our want problem. to entertain? Don't you want to have people like you know pee get, and then stay? Yeah, if they get know? drunk, you don't want them driving. No, yeah. well, no, no, not I just only that. Want
5: but, four people staying in the bedrooms. That's why we have twelve baths. We kick everyone else out. We don't want <laughs> them
3: staying. Yeah, but you've got kids. He and Ciara have kids, right? And yep. and so yeah. you know they're going to have the bedrooms. That's what I'm saying. are I guess is there a guest house? There's is a, a, guest guest department? Department. a guest apartment? A guest apartment.
5: It's the purpose of the house. Now, I have to stick up for TJ. Okay, Jerry. Rich. Yeah. This is going to be on you. Okay. Earlier, TJ was told you're better than that when asking about Jordans and a Cowboys hookup, correct? Well, not Jordans. I
3: didn't that. say he was better than that when asking for Jordans. We're he, not better than that. He wants, yeah, he wants a follow from the Dallas Cowboys Twitter yeah, account, man, which I is know. like, come on, man.
5: Come on. And you want the competition committee, sir?
3: Yes, I do. I ah. yeah. oh, oh,
5: do. It's like hold my elevator door instead of hold my beer.
3: No, no. It, Thank you, sir. It, no, no, no. No, no, no. I, I need to push back here, Jimmy. Nah, don't push. These, okay, I, no, I'm going to push back here. These are two totally different things. One, the Dallas Cowboys uh, account. We have no idea who's actually in charge of it. It's probably somebody Jerry Jones, he's in charge of definitely everything. Definitely not. Jerry Jones is not deciding who the Dallas Cowboys follow or not. I don't know, The man. competition committee are people who are um, uh, 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 leaders and at the forefront of the NFL community. They are the ones who are, um, you know... uh, uh charged with making sure the game is as competitive as possible. And uh, I know I already have their respect. I just need their companionship. That's what I'm looking for. I
5: think for. you're going to get it. I think you're going to get it because <laughs> you. you keep pushing it with legit reasons. Thank you so good much. Data.
2: Thank, thank you, you, Jimmy. Thank you I know, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you sticking up. Okay,
5: TJ, if you know anybody who could sell us tickets for the Cowboys-Rams, I'll buy them, and you and me, homie,
3: we'll go to the game. Wow. I, I happen to My know two-season ticket holders 10, 20 feet though, away. Unfortunately, though, uh, it, if, if North Carolina is playing a game, Jimmy's going to have to cancel on you.
2: <laughs> yeah, like Eric Church. There you go, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Church Jimmy! is the biggest fan in San Antonio. That's Jimmy right there. Man, I want to invite him. Uh,
3: Jimmy's the one who called up Jimmy's after layout. Eric Church bailed on the concert in San Antonio and just went all in on him, right? Is <laughs> so, It's the same guy. Jimmy. Jimmy was Man. upset. Jimmy, Jimmy was upset. It sounds
1: like Jimmy's got a nice lake house.
3: Right? Damn. Jimmy called just a stunt on Hang this up. a little bit. I have a 3,000 yeah, foot lake But house. If, you're staying over, if you're staying over with Jimmy, though, you only get half the bath. Half, bath, half, half the bath. bath. Yeah. What does that mean? You don't shower? You, well, you shower the house lake. House you to you gotta yeah. jump in the lake. Yeah, you just pee in there. You <laughs> yeah. just, Unless you pee half wash the your bath
2: hands. is the shower.
1: Well, it's just a stand-up shower.
2: And it's outside. For guests. If
3: you look at the lake. A pool and
2: a pond. The lake's for you, right? Yeah, we have a pond. The lake's for you. for you.
3: All right. Um... Let's get to a news update, Chris Brockman's news update right here on The Rich Eyes. Show. Hit it, please. Hit Hit it. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of
5: sports and entertainment... Someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any
3: definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris Brock. Hi, Chris. What do you got over there?
5: Hey,
1: guys. We got a lot of stuff going on in the uh, National Football League and across the uh, NBA as well, NBA News. But first up, we had Bobby Wagner in studio earlier today. That was awesome. One of the most shocking things from the NFL offseason, Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. And then later that night, Bobby Wagner released by the Seattle Seahawks. He told us exactly how that all went down earlier.
4: I understood that there was going to be some changes, and I knew that that, uh, things were going to look a lot different. Um, I knew me and Russ were the last ones that kind of been able to to last from that Super Bowl team. And, um, you know, I thought there was going to be like a conversation um, just to let me know, but it didn't happen that way. And so when I saw Russ kind of leave, I knew that, uh, there was a chance that my time there was coming to an end as well. You know, I think they think I have this, like, hatred in my heart or, like, I I feel some type of way about them or hate them or anything like that. It's not that. I just felt like they didn't handle it. I addressed that with them. I told them how I felt about it. And, um, you know, I think both parties moved on. I don't have no no ill feelings towards mm-hmm. Pete, towards John, uh, towards Jody. I have no ill feelings towards them. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, I, I I've – me understanding the business I understood it but I felt like with with certain guys you should have at least had a conversation like I had to approach them to confirm what
3: and and that's when they say hey why don't you come in and at that point in time you're saying that
4: yeah we was supposed to have a meeting but I knew the answer I knew what they were going to say already so I I was like why I wasn't in I wasn't in town so I was like why would I get on the plane for you to tell me what I already know
1: that was something
3: any of that surprise you? Full conversation, youtube.com slash rich eyes and show. No, none of it. The one thing that, uh, that he did tell me was that that that, that kind of got me, uh, and I followed up by saying, uh, when did he actually tell you? Is that Russell Wilson, he said, went up to him and said to him, uh, asked him about playing for Denver before it happened. So clearly, you know, where Pete's saying we have no intention of trading him. Um, he was doing his best to either keep him there or the writing was on the wall or he was just trying to cover tracks to make sure that this thing actually happened and didn't explode. Because if it exploded and you got Russell back there and he's thinking, I got, I'm going to Denver, that would be pretty damn bad. Oof. But he was definitely out. I mean, that, that thing was toast. It was over. Yeah. And, it was, it was, and, and we're sitting here thinking Rogers might go to Denver and all of that business. Right. And I, I guess that was not happening from jump. No, if Russ seemed, is asking, seemed, yeah, it seemed just, like
1: it was always Seattle of, and uh, and Denver making a
3: move. I don't, but the whole idea was that you know it was definitely Rodgers was going there that they hired the coach specifically to lure Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. And weeks before this happened, it sounded like weeks before I asked in February, and that's when you know I think Bobby wanted to stay out of whatever timeline fray that might cause a problem with. Um. But. It looked like it was Russ all along or that Rodgers basically told Denver, I'm either staying here or not. Retiring. Yeah. Here, yeah.
1: All right, a few of the things across the league, guys. Uh, players are showing up for off-season voluntary workouts. Uh, Deshaun Watson showed up in Cleveland. Obviously, Baker Mayfield not going to be there. Not surprised about that. In Arizona, Kyler Murray not attending Cardinals off-season workouts uh JJ Watt and others said they don't have any problem with that not a big deal uh, Adam Schefter saying AJ Brown not going to participate in the Titans offseason program as we discussed earlier pushing for a long-term contract making some social media moves that you know we're kind of winking at but
3: we're either going to find out where this wide receiver market lies or not and and it's interesting you've got one owner in Arizona who is clearly the first to deal with a quarterback who wants to get paid earlier than what most quarterbacks get paid after year three prior to year four, fresh off of the first ever fully guaranteed $230 million contract being given to somebody with tons of off-the-field issues hanging over his head. And that owner is going to have to either pay it all to Kyler Murray or not, and that's going to be an issue either way potentially. And for, one issue either way is one's for the league and one's obviously for the team if they don't. And then you've got the wide receiver market. You've got an owner in San Francisco and you've got an owner in Tennessee and then the owner in Seattle where you're going to have to pay somebody fresh off of their first contract the amount of money that Devontae Adams is being paid after damn near almost 10 years in the league. And Stephon Diggs in his first big contract extension fresh off of Buffalo acquiring him and Tyreek Hill getting traded and getting his from a new team that's never had him and now these guys are trying to tell the team that drafted them and they have balled out for I want to get paid like those guys. I don't know how that's going to work out. What else Chris?
1: Uh, Not sure if you saw this yesterday Rich. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, was talking said that him and Travis Kelsey Andy Reid kept them in the loop uh, in regards to the Tyreek Hill a uh, blockbuster trade that won earlier this year. Definitely shocked. Uh, and while it's going to be a hit to the Kansas City offense, uh, Patrick Mahomes expects Miko Hardman to step up and have a big opportunity. Quote, I think he could be a great player in this offense, so keep an eye for that. Uh, just saw this, Rich. Mm-hmm. Carolina has a new offensive coordinator. His name is Ben McAdoo. The old coach of the New York Giants. We've had a lot of fun at his expense over the years. I think he had a slip of the tongue today talking with reporters, said quote, Sam Darnold is our starting quarterback, yes. And then a minute later goes, uh, quote, that was something I
3: shouldn't have said. (laughs) So the question is, is... They've been rumored in the Baker Mayfield. No, uh, the question is, is is Sam Darnold the quarterback of the Panthers if they played a game today? Or is Sam Darnold the quarterback of the Panthers once the season starts in... September.
1: So the old right now. Like,
3: it, what? What does that mean? Does that mean they're out of the running for the sixth overall selection, being a quarterback? Does that means that's the end of that? Because I'll tell you what, the way that the draft board is is working, they have an opportunity to get either Ikiaquanu or um, Evan Neal. They can get the big time pass protector for the quarterback that they've been desiring, and we all thought with them not having any picks until the fourth round, that they're going to go get? Did he just reveal a draft strategy? I'm not sure. Or did he just reveal that they're not going to get Baker Mayfield? Right. Or did he basically state the obvious, which is Sam Sam Darnold is our quarterback. He's our quarterback. quarterback, Right. right, You look at their roster right now, Sam Darnold is starting the football game for the Carolina Panthers. I don't know what that means. But all I know is that Ben McAdoo is back, baby. (laughs)
1: And he's got a new hairstyle He's got a new like hairstyle.
3: Again. I don't know. Remember he walked. Remember he was introduced uh, as the coach of the Giants wearing that huge talking heads, David Byrne suit. type suit. Yeah. But he yeah. wore in that big suit. Then he slicked his hair back. The slick back was a great look. He had that. And then he held up the, you yeah, know, he had the, the, he, had the, he had the menu. The, yeah, he the, menu. Have the you, menu. You here. have a you menu, have menu over, over there, over there, there right? somewhere. Don't, I don't kick don't know. Out I need wires, to. I need to. Yeah. Don't take yourself off. I just need to have a better organization. Yeah. It's kind of a mess back here. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, it's okay. too soon? I could still host the show. That's true. Right.
2: I can't find drops, though.
3: Yes.
1: I mean, uh, Lastly, guys, uh, we all saw what Kyrie Irving did over the weekend. Talked a lot about it on the show yesterday. The NBA is weighed in. Find
3: $50,000 for Kyrie Irving. Oh, great meme right there. Put in the Rich Eisen Show logo over his middle finger. That's good. Because oh. we, we are number one. We think we are. $25,000 a finger. This is the most Or It was three fingers, right? It was well, two at once. It a was a double bird time. and a single yeah. bird.
1: This is the most allowed without a grievance uh, yeah. allowed to be fired. Yeah, if, so this is the, the, the NBA max. is not going to... So kind of the max.
3: I mean, just... And the crazy thing is, as I mentioned, the guy quieted the crowd with his play and has the ability to do that. It was amazing. When's They're game awesome. two? When's game two? Tomorrow. Aha. Uh-huh. Tomorrow night. There we go. Very good. All right, we will take a break. When we come back, a fast... Baseball's amazing. You just wait, and uh, something will just turn around and... Um, and um present to you a different potential set of facts than what you thought. Oh. There's two baseball stories I want to hit when we come back. And one of them involves Clayton Kershaw and being pulled from a no perfect game and what happened next. Hey folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for JD Power 2023 award information. Visit jdpower.com/awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly
1: from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week you're here as in conversation with business icons.
3: Don't miss Killing It, the new Peacock original starring Craig Robinson. We just saw uh, Angela Kinsey's on Susie's Pod just getting started this week. Former office mate as well. Craig Robinson is now uh, the star of this series from the comedy minds of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Streaming right now. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Okay, um, so what was the big story of uh, opening week in Major League Baseball? I'll answer it. We know what it was. Clayton Kershaw. No, just saying. Clayton Clayton. Kershaw, right, being removed from a perfect game because he had thrown eighty pitches, and it was cold, and on the road, and he hadn't done anything yet in terms of his. You know, uh, preparation for the season, really hadn't thrown very much. There was no spring training, thanks to the lockout, didn't pick up a ball and all that stuff. And we're like, come on, man, just give it a try. And the answer is like, yeah, you, you know what? He could ruin his career. Like somebody called in and said, Johan Santana went for it, right? But he yeah. had 130 million pitches, not 80. That's <laughs> true. So last night, uh, the Braves were in town, interestingly enough. Freddie Freeman, in his first at-bat against his former team, and now for his hometown team, went yard. It was quite interesting. Took a big lead. And who was on the mound with that big lead, Clayton Kershaw took a lead into the sixth inning, Mm -hmm. 6-1. They let him pitch the sixth. Interestingly enough, even though he had, guess how many pitches? 80. Yes. Hey. After his 80th pitch, home run double single out of the game. (laughs) And all I'm saying is this. (laughs) Don't use this to justify taking him out last week. All I'm saying is this. I want a monitor on him. Is his career over? because he went and he gave up a Homer single and double no he still got the win I'm just want I'm just is his, is he going to make his next start that he pitched seven more pitches is he gonna make his next start hold on let me see if he went to the next I just want to I, I want to see because they left him in the game and all I'm saying is let him give up the homer single and double in Minnesota let him give up the homer and take him out let him give up the single and take him out Let's see what happens. And I know already heard from my, my Dodger friend. I heard from you, Rob, last night texting me. He's just like, oh, you folks out there saying he shouldn't have pitched. He should have kept pitching. What do he do after 80 pitches? Single homer, double. And he didn't I'm have like, a perfect game going I'm like, last good night. But good, <laughs> like, good enough. Good enough. But let's just see. Monitor his arm. See if there's any trouble. Now then, this could be perfect fodder for a new baseball podcast out there that was announced yesterday. I saw it. Couldn't believe it. Oh, no. This guy's got a podcast too. But I mean, who knows? Because he saw a lot. Saw a lot of baseball. Saw a lot of baseball behind home plate. Oh, no. Behind at, on first, second, and third. I'm not talking about a catcher who played all over the place. I'm talking about the famed umpire Joe West. He's got a new podcast called Fifty Four Sixty. Now, what is that? Those are the number of games, the record number of games that he umpired, or the number of times he showed you by not making a proper call or waiting forever to raise half of his arm for a strike, number of times that he showed you with his performance, didn't care what you thought. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of interesting that somebody whose entire career, it seemed like, his entire career, it seemed like, was showing you... Didn't care what you thought about him. Didn't care what you thought about his style of umpiring or thought you actually paid your money to watch him umpire. Now wants you to download his thoughts. Wants to communicate with you after all this time. Huh. I'm gobsmacked. So his, what, what's his first podcast going to be? called i don't care what you think (laughs) or it was a strike but you had to wait eight seconds for me to lift my arm and say it was a strike for all of you folks to have to see it all the times i was right all the times i was right you were although the one podcast i would definitely download is if he tells the story about shooting that famous scene in airplane having crescioni in a rundown with the rest of the umpires (laughs) With Enrico Palazzo, because he was one of the umpires in Airplane. I would actually, a naked gun. I would actually, I would actually um, download that pod. There it is right there. There he is. Country Joe West arguing with Enrico Palazzo. Look
2: at those hats. <laughs> Enrico Yeah, those Palazzo. hats
3: are amazing. Way, that there you was go. 30, 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. I would download that pod. But for the rest of them, nah. Hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> After further review, which now they're, allowed, they're, they're forced to actually say. Yeah, which is great. There you go.
1: Only because, only because he retired.
3: Thank you to Bobby Wagner for coming in in person. That was dynamite. Yeah. If you missed it, go to our YouTube page. Same with the conversation our with Kevin O'Connell and the head coach of Arthur Smith, who hung up the phone and went to Rich McKay and said, Rich wants in on the competition committee. To hear how he laughed when I said, you know what he'll say? He said, I'll take it under advisement because that's what he says about everything. <laughs> <laughs> he, even he laughed. I got him to crack up at that. <laughs> Very proud of myself. We'll see you on Wednesday show, everybody. <laughs>